I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Before we start tonight, it's really nice that they modeled the character a penny after you, isn't it? <laughs> it is nice. They called me up and they were like, hey, um, I've got an idea for a show. Mm-hmm. Just want you to play yourself, basically. <laughs> I'm not going and to why didn't you do it? Why'd you let Naomi do it? Well, she's a much better actor than I am, so. No, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, and welcome to another episode of I Only Like You in Movies. My name's Lonnie. I'm here with Sine. Hello. Well, we're here in the cyberspace together, aren't we? We are. How are things up in the International Space Station? Um, you know. Good, good. Keeping an eye on the world, thinking of just sending an asteroid down and, you know, getting rid of all of this stuff and then maybe people will be a lot happier. And by that happier, mean that I mean... you're the only one left, though? Oh, God, yeah. I'd have to, like, continue the human race. Mm. If I was put in that situation, mm. we're sidetracking early. If mm. I was sent to another planet to, like, start humanity, mm. I don't think I'd do it. Well, you need some other people as well, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like... Like you were in charge, are Even you? then... Hmm. It sounds yeah, maybe, like a, maybe one day we'll see a lot of pressure to start humanity again, and hmm. also like, what if I don't want to be? You know, <laughs> <laughs> just live by yourself for a while, like you are right now in the International Space Station. So there you go. Hmm. We've seen why you like this. Now it's on Netflix around the world. I think by the time this goes up, but also down here in Australia, it's available on iView. Um, how would you describe the show, Sine? Um, it follows three 20-somethings, Penny, Mia and Austin, as they try to be good people but mm-hmm. ultimately sort of fail by trying can... to do a good thing. They sort of self-sabotage themselves. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of like an Aussie millennial version of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. So hmm. if that's kind of your jam, I think this is. But keeping in mind it is kind of, yes, the fairly aimed squarely at millennial people trying yes. to do the right thing but always screwing it up very politically relevant i think so <laughs> and i think all the targets are the right people and it's sort of made knowingly um like in the first episode for example penny's trying to make sure that her tech company that she works at are all um LGBTIQ friendly, mm-hmm. but keep screwing it up. <laughs> <laughs> if you think of any scenario, it's basically they, they try and do something nice, but then keep screwing it up. Well, I think it, it, the interesting thing about it is, yeah, it's comedy and it's, you know, playing all that stuff for laughs, but it's so true because I feel like our generation and the generations that follow us are so, trying so hard to do the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. You want to be inclusive. You want to be conscious of the environment. You want to mm-hmm. be anti-poverty you know like there's so many things you've Mm -hmm. got to take into account and then it's almost as if they start accommodating for one thing but then sort of screw over another aspect that they didn't really think about that's right and a lot of the show is about the uneasiness of of trying to do the right thing 
in a world where, yeah, the more you know about doing the right thing, the more chance you have to screw it up. Mm-hmm. And the uneasiness of like you know, being a modern person who wants to um, go out and drink and have a good time, but also you've got different religious backgrounds, got different sexuality, and, and just how difficult um, yeah, doing the right thing is. Mm-hmm. A bit of background for the show. Um, started a couple of years ago, I think it was 2018, the ABC had a bunch of pilots. Mm-hmm. They put it and then they like they made a bunch of pilots and then put them on TV and sort of market tested them. Do you remember this happening today? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah. And this is one of them. So the show, if you look it up on IMDb, it says it began in 2018, but didn't really just sort of there was a pilot season back then and then they filmed it last year. Um, apparently, sort of, I'm not sure exactly the ratio, but half and half between some, some before lockdown, some during lockdown. That's why if you look around some, I think more in the later episodes, they're walking around Melbourne. It's quite, um, it is quite, quite deserted because <laughs> <laughs> they just went out and filmed it. Um, I know a bit about this because um, Naomi, who's one of the creators and writers and stars Penny, she went on with co-creator Mark Bernardo from Auntie Donna. Mm-hmm. And they were on an episode of Bleak the Planet with Mr. Sunday Movies and, and Meso. Um, a few weeks ago to promote the show and they gave a really good um background and some some tidbits so i don't want i don't want to you know go listen to that rather than just listening to me you know relaying it to you um but it's it just interesting that something like this good came out of australia now, i know like cultural cringes whatever like of course australians can make good things but it is just one of the best shows i've seen in a long time the funniest shows i've seen in a long time and it's just even better that it's you know, filmed and made down here mm-hmm. i agree my first note was, it's actually good, <laughs> which I know <laughs> yeah. sounds really bad. And it sounds like we're, I don't know, rooting for Australian film to do poorly. I think we're just a bit cynical and there's nothing that's really come out that's actually been... Like the thing that really struck me about this show is all of the acting is good. And I think mm. that it's really rare to find, even in a supporting cast, good actors that an I don't want to say amateur level, but, you know, this sort of grassroots Australian production, Mm. they're all great. Like, it's not like there's one who's, like, really on the nose or really outlandish or they're they're all really good. Well, you just think about it. In America, there's, what, 300 million people plus everyone else who's over there trying to make it in Hollywood. Mm. Down here, we've only got 25 million people and even fewer you know, percentage of that are going to be in the acting world. So, of course, you've got a, a smaller market of actors. You're going to yeah. have a, it's going to be harder to get a good overall cast. But exactly right that you can't fault anyone, can you? No, it's really, really well done. Very slick, very professional. Didn't seem like, you know, just this thing that a group of people were making. It seemed like it had, mm. I know it had backing from like um, Screen Australia and Screen Victoria. Mm. Um, there is one moment... <laughs> I think oh, yeah. it's in the second or the third episode. They're on the floor in the house mm. and the boom mic comes into frame. Did you notice oh, that? I didn't notice that. <laughs> That's so, funny. It was really obvious to me and I was like, mm. ah, there we go. There's something that's not like 100% polished about this show. You're um, good at finding that sort of stuff, aren't you? I'm just really sensitive in my viewing experience, I think. Were, were there any wigs that you found? No, no. Well, Drag wigs, but they're supposed oh, okay. to be like, yeah. you know, <laughs> how they look. Yeah. 
no, that, that's that's a good point. That does feel very professional. And I don't like some people out there just hate Aussie movies and TV just on principle. Yeah. But you and I aren't like that. We will watch anything and, and hopefully like it. But we want it to um, be good. Yeah, exactly. It just especially. Really is. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Because we want to, you know, we are artistically inclined. We wouldn't mind doing this sort of thing ourselves in the future. So mm-hmm. we don't. We're not going to be blackballing it just on on site. Um, but yeah, it is, it's one that you're not just watching it because it's an Aussie thing and you'll give it a go and support it just because, you know, to support everyone who's making it, it's actually, it is really amazing. And if you didn't know anything else about it, and I think hopefully it'll transfer well around the world in that sense. Yeah. I think it's quite, it deals with the universal themes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing inherently Australian in it, I wouldn't say, that would polarise another audience. No, and I think that that's just part of the more globalised world we're in at the moment, like not really trying to get spoiler heavy right now, but there are episodes dealing with like cancel culture, which can happen Mm -hmm. all around the world. The aforementioned episode about trying to do the right thing in a workplace to do with, you know, equality and equity and um, being playing that sort of fine line. Um, I picked like the episode where they, they go out to the company. I would guess so. Yeah. (laughs) She accidentally gets the, the women fired. Well, she works out that they're being, yeah, she, they're in a sexist um, workplace, and she doesn't real. They don't realize it, so she tries to, um, yeah, help them out, but in turn, <laughs> screws them over. Mm. Um, which, are, yeah, exactly right. That that could work anywhere, not necessarily just Australia. So my favorite character, as I've kind of been alluding to, it is Penny, because mm-hmm. um, I, I just think she really does. Her heart is in the right place. She's I'm not trying. sure you could say the same thing about the other two. Even yeah. though they are really funny. I think Mia is probably the most... She's the most selfish and probably the most yeah. misanthropic in some ways. Yeah. She's out for herself more than Penny, who is is more out for others, but just... Misguided. In a misguided way. Mm. You said that um, Austin, played by Will King, seemed familiar to us. He really does. <laughs> is he just like... An amalgamation of all the acting guys that we knew at uni? Potentially he's an amalgamation of, yeah, mm. everyone that I know <laughs> into one person. Uh, yeah, potentially. Because <laughs> I looked him up and I couldn't find anything else that he'd been in that I that I knew. Unless we've met him somehow. Maybe. Maybe. Is he our best friend that we've somehow been like, um, men, men in Black, he's been taken away from our memories. Maybe. And now we've mm. seen it. Maybe it's more Eternal Sunshine. And we've yeah. seen it and we've had a connection Good with him point. and now we know that we need to reunite that yeah. relationship. Apparently uh, Mia, I think, was in Neighbours. That's where her, oh, okay. her start was. I think probably playing a very different character to mm. <laughs> to that. And Naomi is a bit of a – she's a comedian and gets around the Melbourne comedy scene, does some things on um, just stupid old studios from what I stand. Oh. Um, and very funny. There's actually something she put up on Instagram about this show as a promo, and it's her talking to the directors, um, trying to get her feet into a role, into into the story in some way, um, because she wanted to be on um, oh, Celebrity Wiki Feet. Wiki Feet, <laughs> yeah, that's it. It's funny. She also she's got a funny story about feet in Twitch because she twitches because she's a bit of a gamer. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll just say it quickly because it's really funny. Um, apparently Mark also twitches because they're there together and, but on Twitch, she can't do sexual stuff. 
when, when you game, mm-hmm. including using, you know, putting your feet up in a sexual manner. Mm-hmm. So you put a camera up and then, but he, he names it like non-sexual feet camera or something like that. <laughs> and so when he's twitching, he shows his feet, but obviously clearly non-sexual. And then she had to join a Zoom meeting on the same computer at a later time. And when she joined the, the Zoom meeting, it, it defaulted to that camera of her feet. Oh, God. No. <laughs> no. And she couldn't explain it clearly. She just had to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds Pretty amazing. Funny. That was a funny thing. Just one little tidbit. I'm not sure if you noticed this, Sine. Oh. Did you notice anything different or interesting about the driving scenes in the series? No. Would you believe that they were all shot on a studio? I would not. Yeah, how cool is that? Wow, a rare instance of me not being able to pick up green screen. Yeah, that's what well, that's what they've said on, on Mr. Sunday Movies, that everything when they're in a car is they filmed it in a studio because they, like, I think the plan was originally they were going to be doing some stuff on the streets, but lockdown stuff, and it just got easier to do it, and you wouldn't know, would you? No. Yeah. That so. has, like... My respect for the show has increased astronomically yeah, after that little yeah. tidbit. But it, it, I think I haven't gone back to rewatch it, but I think it would be very rewatchable because short episodes, they're funny, um, yeah, and there's should, not many of them. We should so. say the six episodes, they're like 20 minutes each. I, I watched, it over in one day. I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, I did in one sitting. <laughs> oh, did you really? <laughs> it's like, it's really watchable. And because yeah. it's a comedy and it's light, it feels like you can take mm-hmm. more of it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I find it difficult, more difficult to binge watch a drama than I do a comedy because it's like light and easy and we're just watching mm. comedy and it's fun. You can Something to do with the writing as well. I remember mm. when we, you know, I used to watch those like Netflix superhero shows mm-hmm. and there'd be like 13 episodes and they'd be an hour yep. long that'd take forever to get through. But then we'd also watch like Vampire Diaries, watch a whole season of like 45 minute episodes and they'd just like go down so easily just because of the way they're written and mm-hmm. I guess structured and stuff. It's just an easy way to go down and those, those Netflix shows just dragged on forever. I mean, different point to this being a comedy and sitcom that is light and easy, but it is something, yeah. At the moment when there is so much content to get around, someone asks you to watch something new, you're like, oh, really? Got to watch something else? But this one will go down so easy, so I do recommend watching it. And it's you can kind of have, well, Lion, I would disagree on this point. I would say <laughs> that you could watch it over dinner. That should be illegal. <laughs> Why? I'm still paying attention to it. Maybe. Maybe that's how you are in your life. But how do you eat and also watch something at the same time? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
I guess I'm just multi-talented. Yeah, I mean, I, I do that for some things, but for like a narrative show, I want to watch, sit down and watch it properly. That's that's my thinking. But if you're on weed, you can also do that. All right. You're, you're really adhering to your David Mitchell-esque <laughs> thoughts on this subject. <laughs> um, nothing wrong with that. So compliment, <laughs> actually. Thank you. Um, yeah, actually, Meso from Mr. Sunday and etc. he also talks about having a show you just put on like while you're doing the ironing or not really paying attention. You can like yeah. leave the room, go do something else and come back and it's still on. I don't know how, how he does that. I do that, but for a show I've already seen. Like I'll yeah, do like, that for The Office or Shit's Creek. Yeah. You're, you're often keen to like have something on while we're doing Christmas wrapping, aren't you? Well, that's a Christmas movie because that's the rule is that you watch a Christmas movie while you do the Christmas wrapping. Well, my thing is just like, are you watching a movie or are you doing wrapping? Um, my thing is that you've already seen all the Christmas movies. <laughs> So you know what's going to happen, and it just adds for the Christmas vibe and the yeah. spirit that we're all getting into. Fair enough. Well, we should make sure there is more of a way like this because I think they really scratch the surface of the topics they're looking at. Mm-hmm. I could see so much more of this, and I think it'll all be good. You said that Penny was your favourite character. Mm-hmm. I think she's up there for me, but I think Austin is mine. Oh, really? And I just really liked that portrayal of the character and i really liked how the show handled his depression yeah um yeah like it's a comedy thinking, but it's it's got those human sort of elements to mm-hmm. it i just like so much about this show I, I, I totally agree with that just like as a as a comparison this show couldn't have been made even 10 years ago could it no think about doing this like late 90s there's no way you'd have a, a drag queen gay guy who's depressed and that's handled really nicely. It's handled. Or, or, yeah, sorry. Sorry, go on. No, no. I oh, just saying, also having like a, a Muslim girl who's a, a party animal mm-hmm. and is sleeping around and stuff, but is still trying in her own way to to adhere to her beliefs. Like, none of that would fly. I don't think even 10 years ago, really. It's a really diverse cast with diverse storylines, but in a way that's real and a reflection of how our generation are, I feel. Yeah, I think, like, obviously there's, there's some of it, it's like, it's 2021, so we're going to make a show that is reflective of today and we'll, we'll put gay characters in, we'll put, you know, non-white characters in. But I don't think the show is, like, doing it just for cool points. or It's not tokenistic. Not at all. And I think, yeah, if it was, I'm saying, like, it wouldn't have been done 10 years ago. I guess if we had Please Like Me and... And like, not yeah. not saying it wouldn't necessarily have happened, but like looking back through history, I just like don't think I think it's a good thing this show is being made now and being done in such an interesting and um, like respectful makes it sound like it's um, it's not respectful in some ways, but I think it's self-aware doing it justice. Yeah, self. That's exactly that's a good point. Yeah, self-aware of what they're doing and trying their best mm-hmm. to reflect like normal society but in a way that just seems like you're seeing yourself on screen and your friends. Yeah, and like I know some people criticise the ABC, and I think it's probably you know fair enough that they just make shows for you know the boomers. I think it's great that they're doing this show for people who aren't boomers. Yeah. It's nice to see yourself up on screen, isn't it, Sine? It is. I mean, you especially, as Penny. Literally seeing myself <laughs> on screen, so. <laughs> I just wanted to mention... You mentioned, were there any bad wigs? 
in Sine's Gripes. Mm. We should have a jingle for this section of the podcast because it, it, <laughs> it comes up pretty frequently. I just want to note that there was an empty coffee cup that was flangled about as if it was not containing any liquids oh. and then we cut to a close-up of the coffee cup spilling on the floor. And right. I just, okay. how hard is it to get a bottle of water <laughs> or a tap and put some water in a cup. <laughs> I do not understand this. I will die on this hill. Okay. Is it to do with the makeup and stuff? They don't want you to actually drinking something? I understand why they don't want hot liquids because mm. that could result in condensation. Mm. Steam would be hard to deal with mm. for continuity. Mm-hmm. Water? No idea. No idea. <laughs> and, yeah, it would be great if actors can act like their coffee cups are full. But we have shown from the previous, I don't know, 100 years of cinema, they can't. So just stick some water in the cup, directors. Honestly. It's a very good point. That seems like, yeah, the one thing actors can't do. The one thing. Mm. It's the one thing. <laughs> um, wrapping up, I know, but we should also mention that um, Humara Mahoub is the, uh, I don't know if I said that correctly, apologies, She's also the other co-creator of the show along with Naomi and Mark. So sometimes I think she's a bit left out because the other two obviously have a bit more of a profile. Um, But, yeah, great. Great show, I think. Really great. Uh, Did you like Lawrence Leung? Who was that? Daniel, the in the first episode, the guy she's having to fight with. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yes, yes, yes. He's great. I love him. I love him so much. Yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice he came back. Um, like the the show, like you could watch any episode in any order as well. It's that's that. It's very episodic, of, yeah. Yeah, but there was a bit of world building in there. He came back, and her boss came back once or twice. That yeah. episode, I'm just thinking back to it to the reveal. Yeah. <laughs> the shot at the end. Uh, it was pretty funny. And like, it? like we knew. Well, I don't. I don't want to say we knew. I knew mm. that he was going to turn out to be gay, right? The way that he walked mm. into the office and was left. And then you have that dramatic yeah. irony because Penny doesn't realise. Yeah. And so the rest of the episode, <laughs> you're just cringing so hard. Uh, and it's unbearable. But the payoff is just, it's really great. <laughs> I did want um, to say that it was nice mm. seeing some locations around Melbourne. Um, mm. And I actually went to one of the places. And I felt very cool because I was like, that looks like one of the places. Yeah, there's a been there. taco place called mm. Hotel Jesus, and okay. it featured as the coffee shop that Mia worked in. Oh right, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Which I thought was interesting. Oh, yeah, I just I watched this about a month ago, so it's mm-hmm. a little bit less fresh in my mind. But yeah, that whole episode oh, where she's episode. got the oh god the, the girl going over the over after the weebs, yeah, wow. Mia's kind of an awful person. Yeah, like. You love Penny because, yeah, as you said, her heart's in the right place. But Mia, you're like, sometimes you're on her side because she's saying whatever, you know, she's giving you license to think and, and say the things that you, you would never yeah. dare to in real life. Mm-hmm. But also sometimes you're like, oh, my God, Mia. <laughs> what are you doing? This is obvious. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. liked that she um, checked with Austin and Penny when she got home. Mm. And Austin just looks at it and she's like, he's like, yep, that's porn. You're selling shampoo. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, they all had really great chemistry together, mm-hmm. the three of them, and I really yeah. liked it. There's a bit of, you know, suspension of disbelief. How do these three twenty-somethings afford this massive house in Melbourne? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but 
I'm willing to look sort of past that because. Well, I'm guessing Penny seems to have a really high-paying job in a, as a yes, you know, coder and IT or whatever. Don't know about the other two. <laughs> I just hang out, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, I just you know slightly spoil I guess for the last episode, but we will we'll say spoil in the titles or whatever. Um, when Penny is there and is crafting the best apology you can do, that's felt mm-hmm. very woke and online, didn't it? It did. Um, and then it still didn't end up. No. <laughs> but that was good. But that was like a commentary on, I don't know, people who were hashtag online. Sometimes mm-hmm. you think that that's real life and it consumes yeah. you. And there's mm-hmm. jokes on Twitter about like imagine talking about being dad to someone who's not online or yeah. or shrimp, cinnamon toast, crunch man. Mm-hmm. And I think that was an example of where she thought, I know how to do this. I know how to apologize to everybody, but it doesn't translate mm. to the masses. Like it doesn't, there's always something that's going to backfire in exactly the real right. world. Oh, just one more thing. If I remember correctly, there's an episode where Penny is like, she's sorting out her, mm. all her things. That felt very you, just particularly you, that episode, I think, doing that sort of having a project. She was conmarrying her. That's it. Her yeah. possessions and thanking yeah. them for their service, which is what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean it's like me having a project? Sometimes you're like, oh, the project, I'll, I'll do this. and Like what? <laughs> oh, like when I choose to clean out the linen cupboard or something. Yeah, exactly. And Or you get new clothes ready to go on Depop and then no one ever buys them anyway, so what's, what's the point? That's done. That's a little close to home. No, no, I'm saying Depop's a stupid part. Like, you're doing your best to try and sell it and give it away to someone and they won't Why does no one want to buy my clothes? Is it, is it something about you in particular? Maybe. Maybe I smell mm. or something. Maybe it gets around. <laughs> and they know that on Depop. Yeah. yeah. No, the reason I don't sell clothes on Depop is because I'm not young and hip. You need to be, like, uh, Gen Z and selling, like, 90s vintage throwback stuff for, like, $300. Right, so you're a bit too normcore, are you? I think I think so. That might come back eventually, though. Maybe it'll be cool to be normal. And mm. I can't wait. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, what are you going to rate this out of... Uh, oh, one more thing, actually, before we rate it. Mm-hmm. it was, you know, I'm a big fan of the Do Go On podcast. Yes. And you would have known this, today, but two of those members mm-hmm. were in the show. Oh. In the first episode where Mia goes to the farm and shoveling poo. Oh, yes. He looked really farmer. familiar, that guy. Yeah, Matt, he's, he does lots of stand-up comedy and, and as well as podcasts, so yeah, yes, that was him. And also the episode when they're in the cafe and the woman brings her dog and they criticise it oh, somehow. Oh, yes, yeah. That's Jess from Do Go On. Oh, so. that's awesome. And they're, they're all, obviously, the Melbourne comedy scene for Aussies isn't, isn't particularly large, they're all friends, so. But it was nice, I was like, oh, they're my friends up on screen. So. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, Dave wasn't there, though, but. And Day is my favourite, so oh, maybe they should fix that for the next season. Maybe season two. Okay, I'm going to rate it out of five Melbourne espressos. <laughs> I'm going to rate it five. Five out of five. Mm, yes. There are some things I didn't like, like... Then it's not a five. No, I'm just saying, not enough to dislike it. I'm just like, Mia's character was a bit harsh sometimes, but you get the why. Mm-hmm. And also maybe... Felt like maybe the show didn't have a lot for Austin to do every episode. Yeah, I agree but, with that. You know, but Penny was so good and so much like you, like I was, I'll, I'll go with it. <laughs> I think I'd give it 
four and a half. I really liked it. I really, really did. Was it the coffee cup thing that? Yeah. Taking a five star. Listen, <laughs> you guys, listen. You could have had a five star for me. You know how hard that is to get. And but you bloody the car scene, but the inside, they were all felt inside the car scene. Yeah, That's pretty good. Four and a half is a good score still. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening to our episode. Um, we're on Twitter. We're not on the other socials yet. Maybe we'll get on the other socials eventually. Oh God, do we have to get on TikTok? Yes, yeah, so go on TikTok. You got to make little to funny videos and yeah, get your cousin to help. She she knows what to do. Although is TikTok boring now because you know last time we spoke to her it was cool. Maybe it's not cool anymore. Well, now the adults are on it, so is it yeah. lost its? Maybe we'll, well, let's ask Abby next time we see her. Yeah, I'll ask her. <laughs> Uh, but yes, follow us on Twitter, get in touch. Um, we're doing podcasts every week and it's always about something you've probably seen or have seen recently. So it's good to have a little conversation, isn't it, Sine? Conversations are great. Hit us up. If you don't know, I've also got another podcast called I Miss You Man, which I record with my man, Dylan. Um, <laughs> Is he sort your of a... man or are you his man? We were each other's men. Oh, I nice. We're the Miss You Man. We... <laughs> As I call us, he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we look at sort of pop culture and other sort of weird things. What's your favourite episode of that today? Um, House Hunters, probably. Okay, yeah, well, there you go. We did a House Hunters episode a couple of years ago, didn't we, on this show? Did we? We mentioned it briefly, yeah. Huge fan. Huge fan. All right, well, until next time, see ya. <laughs> Bye. Okay, I'm going to press the red dot. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.